Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Friday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down the 11-game DFS slate coming up for Friday. Uh, ending the week out on a high note, hopefully, uh, for, for everybody out here. Thursday's going pretty well so far. Wish Paul George could have still beat CJ McCollum over on FanDuel, but uh, I've never lock-buttoned three guys in my entire life uh, making more than, like, two lineups. Uh, Paul George, lock. RJ Barrett, lock. Bam Adebayo, lock. Can't recall it. Uh, Brent Pack, how's your slate going? Yeah, we'll see uh, how the slate ends up going with Dwight Howard just getting ejected after two fouls, uh, two technical fouls, uh, which really changes the night slate, the showdown slate, the single game slate, the whole slate, really, if you went there. Uh, so, which I had a handful of shares uh, just because I th- potentially. Now, he's definitely not going to play 32-plus minutes. That means uh, on to Friday we go. Yeah, no, he's definitely not going to do that. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to say that he's probably going to play zero more minutes, but that's just a guess. Uh, wow. I, I actually just saw that, too. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I don't think I have that much, but I'm pretty sure that Tobias Harris is in a better spot. Uh, if you played Paul Reed on the showdown slate, congratulations. Go to the window, collect your money. Uh, Mike Scott, maybe a couple threes, who knows, but, uh, five gamer, a little different than, than the 11 gamer we have to look forward to here for tomorrow, but get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, definitely hit that subscribe button. If you can just jam that thing, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, goes a long way for us and hit that notification bell. So, you know, when this and all the other content is going live here at Osmo, we are sponsored as we always are from here on out by monkeyknifefight.com. Uh, we'll get to them here in a little bit, but you ready to get started, my dude? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Sitting over on DraftKings, it's very strange looking at the top end of point guard because Luka Doncic just got done burning the entire universe. He's at 10,900. I'm going to go back to the well against Indiana. I really don't see any reason why not. James Harden's the big question mark that we have up top there. Uh, 10,800 up against Detroit. Ended up sitting out against uh, Utah. I honestly just think that was like a scheduled day of rest. Uh, He was never going to play in a double-digit game where they were basically going to get smacked whether he played or not. LeBron James, 10,300. He's going to be out. Damian Lillard on a back-to-back, 10,200. We just saw CJ McCollum just put up 
quantities of points. I saw he was at 35 raw points, uh, well over 40 over on FanDuel. So I'm curious what his uh, what his ownership's going to get out over on DraftKings. Damian Lillard at 10,200. It's starting to creep down, but still not the best of spots. You got Kyrie and Steph out, and then Trey Young. So you really have kind of four guys, a lot of Q tags, a lot of red O's next to people's names. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Yeah, uh, this slate, obviously, it's uh, going to be the full 24 hours after the trade deadline. Uh, still going to be up in there, air who's available, who's not. And um, teams like, even teams like Detroit will be affected. Orlando, obviously, will be affected. Just going to a quick rundown. Denver's going to be affected. Miami, again, on a back-to-back. Uh, Dallas, slightly, but not really significantly. Toronto, slightly, with no Powell. Uh and Atlanta, slightly with the addition of Lou Will, we'll see what ends up happening. And Cleveland with the loss of JaVale McGee. Just uh, just going quickly down the list of the trades. Maybe I missed one here or there. Bear with me. But uh, available. it's going to depend on some health and safety protocol issues, league transaction time, uh, physicals potentially pending. So there's a lot of reasons uh, to pay attention to news throughout the day just because one person being in or out will change the rotations by significantly, and especially those shorthanded teams like the Magic. Uh, so going up top, obviously, Harden, if we were to go against Detroit, love a uh, clear 70-plus uh, fancy point upside. Not us against this Boston matchup. Uh, obviously, it was disappointing, but I'm willing to go right back to him. Jokic versus the Pelicans. Sorry, I jumping around by uh, upper 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 price guys. Uh, going back to Luka, 10-9. Uh, is a great uh, option to consider, especially after he burned everyone. So I think we might get a pretty discounted ownership on Luka Doncic on both sides, honestly. And same with John Wall, who was great to start off the first half, was disappointing in the second half. 8,300 versus Minnesota makes for a fine consideration. Taking a look at things over there on FanDuel, uh, seeing guys like Luka and Dame, uh, I think are fine payup options. In the 11 game slate, you really need your studs to put on a show in terms of like you need guys who are priced in the five figure price range to get you 60 fantasy. Oh, really? I didn't notice on Wednesday slate when I got zero out of any of them. I really enjoyed that slate. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, telling me, man. 9,200. 9,200 John Wall, sorry, 8,200 John Wall. It's also friendly in play against Minnesota. Are you outside right now? Are you like cold? Is it cold out? No, you're inside? Okay, just checking. It's okay. I was going to make fun of you for a second, but I can't because you're awesome. And also, I was the one who got blasted on live before lock today because apparently I look like a new age rapper or you you who's actually uh, from near the eight mile area over in Detroit. Uh, yeah, apparently I'm, I'm auditioning for nine mile now is kind of what we're looking at, but it's a master shirt. It's a master shirt. Just hang on right there. There we go. Ah, whatever. So, so YouTube chats, you, uh, the YouTube listeners and like the awesome, uh, podcast listeners might lose their mind if they think I'm actually from eight mile, the area I'm like a good 20, 25, 30 minutes away from there. But like, I'm, I'm near where eight mile begins and eight miles, a long stretch, uh, 
in the Michigan suburbs. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody was thinking that except for you. You were, you were <laughs> defending yourself. Uh, nobody is worried or or criticizing Rinpack ever. I could, I could never find a single thing to knock. Uh, Alex Caruso, four K, no thanks. Looking at this bottom end, Tyler Johnson's forty four hundred wouldn't have any interest probably going that direction in the event that James Harden did sit. Probably still, that's just even too much for him. Jordan Clarkson, 4,600. had like one of the worst shooting outings you could possibly imagine. Only put a 3.4 in his 20 minutes against Brooklyn in an absolute beatdown of him there. Uh, 4,600 still a pretty low number on him there. Is there anybody at this bottom end that you really like at all? Maybe Facundo Campazzo, uh, now that Monte Morris continues to be out, but he's just not seeing minutes whatsoever. Yeah, um, he's fine. Uh, nothing that I'm too interested in. Obviously, they lost Gary Harris. Uh, he's now with the Magic, and he's been out for some time. If uh, in the mid-tier, I think Dennis Smith Jr., no D-line right over there. Uh, if this guy is going to play, I know he's dealing with a bilateral back issue, I believe. So, um, Sounds bad. If he, it's against Brooklyn. So if he were to play, I'll definitely have interest in there. It's an 11 game slate. I think taking your chances here and there can make a ton of sense. Um, Chris Chios is 5,200 on FanDuel. <laughs> I just had to you know, point that out. Go speaking ahead. Speaking of matchups against Brooklyn, I think I'm taking a look on the FanDuel pricing. If for some reason Dennis Smith Jr. weren't to go, how many Diallo's definitely in play at $4,100? Uh, I would agree. I think, but he's coming off a leg injury, so his minutes might be limited. So there, there's a there's a reason to be cautious over there. But looking, just taking a look at some guys who could uh, pay off that price tag in the bottom tier. News will change a lot of things once you have some clarity with what's happening in Toronto and Orlando specifically. Yeah, and we're gonna know that hard news, and we're gonna know what Hamadou Diallo's minutes limit is right off the bat. It's the only game that locks at seven. So. Uh, kind of an important piece of news to get uh, in regards to James Harden. We just saw how bad that team can be without him, but this is not Utah. This is Detroit. Little different situation where you might want to be going to some of those other pieces. Uh, top end of shooting guard over on FanDuel. James Harden, 11,300 over there. Obviously, that's fantastic if he goes uh, up against Detroit. Nobody there to guard him. Donovan Mitchell, 8,400 up against Memphis. Stude keeps pouring it on in like limited minutes. 29 and 27 the last two games. 46.2, 47.7. It'd be amazing to see what happens with Utah, with him, with Rudy Gobert, with some of these other guys, if they got a full allotment of minutes, if they actually played a close game. But they keep just murdering everybody. So uh, 8,400 Donovan Mitchell already in play there. If he got his regular 34, 36 minutes there, uh, oh, he could really, really go off against Memphis. Devin Booker, 8,100. Uh, playing much better, much, much better. Uh, starting to see ceilings of late 32 minutes 50.9 over on FanDuel 8100 I like going that direction too and then Fred Van Vliet uh 8k obviously now there's no Norman Powell we're going to be looking at a situation they kept Kyle Lowry but uh Norman Powell's a piece that that kind of like gets empty what what's so funny over there what's so I mean, funny? I thought Kyle Lowry was as good as gone uh, after his yeah we didn't even uh, talk about the trade deadline before we go to the top end of shooting guard what'd you think of today uh, the best trade of this calendar, uh, this NBA season, was James Harden to the Nets. What a what a hot <laughs> take! What a hot take! Yeah, I, I, right off the bat, Greg asked me, "Did anybody do anything for their title aspirations?" No. Who did anything that was like a 
like a big upgrade for them. Like Victor Oladipo is inefficient offensively. He's a good mm-hmm. defender. Maybe maybe Miami, that's what people said about Jimmy Butler, I suppose, is that, you know, maybe he was dust after going to Philly, ruining that that clubhouse, if you call it as such. He goes over to Minnesota, uh, beats Cat into a pulp, makes him sad and leaves. And then Jimmy Butler goes to Miami and takes him to an NBA Finals. Maybe Oladipo, they can just flip the switch. Yeah, all the depots just like the guys had some devastating leg injuries. So it's really unfortunate to see what he's gone through. And uh, maybe he just takes time to get his body right. And maybe they get him on a nice contract deal and they can go that direction for the years to come. I still think he can bounce back and maybe show flashes of his, of him, of his old self. And we see how he fits in or, or around Dragic. And they didn't have to give him much in terms of talent to get him, but uh, just because no one really wanted him in that situation. Um, yeah, I think that was fine. NBA Twitter was really up in arms of Aaron Gordon going to Denver, which I found really interesting. Aaron Gordon is someone who I've thought is like an average basketball player, very athletic player, always hurt. Um, got traded for a player who was always hurt in Gary Harris, who I think is very like a very good defender. And just kind of fit like Denver's like uh, – Filled a lot of things that Denver uh, doesn't show up on the box score. And he would always guard like the best player on defense. Aaron Gordon's like an ad defender, like an average defender, I want to say. So this is an NBA Twitter up in arms. This is you up in arms for your Denver Nuggets. I, I know you. You love Denver in a lot of ways. Like that was kind of your adopted team with Jokic, Gary Harris. You're kind of a stand for him. Am I correct about that? Yeah. I, I mean, I've been rooting for Denver back when Jokic and Nurkic were sharing the front court together. So I've been riding this team, kind of telling everyone, look, they're, they're going to pan out. And uh, last year they, they did. And I think it was fine with the move they did. Uh, me, I just don't think it makes them anything better than the Clippers. And the Clippers are the class of the West with the Lakers. They're not going to, I don't think they're good enough to beat those teams yet. Uh, I think Porter, I think Gordon coming in there limits Porter Jr.'s ability to grow as an offensive player which is really disappointing. That's what I was like, kind it's of better like, than Paul Millsap. Yeah. I think Millsap's there for the, his veteran presence in the locker room, keeping he the locker room dust. together. Dust. <laughs> Anybody who rostered him at all is aware how dusty is. If you watched any of those basketball games, you, you know what? Paul Millsap with Atlanta for sure, but go ahead. He put up 30 fantasy points last night. I outscored all the studs it felt like. Yeah, he really did, which was disgusting. Like, just gets done burning everybody uh, to crisp in the in the game and then gets on an 11-game slate. Nobody rosters him and he goes off. Typical. Typical NBA DFS. Uh, anybody at the top end on shooting guard? So James Harden was kind of the guy that we had highlighted. And Donovan Mitchell, I love at 8,400. Again, he's been... Do, go, like just doing crazy work in under 30 minutes the last two games. What's your interest level on both of those two? Yeah, no, sorry. I wanted to finish up. Uh, I like I liked Rondo to the Clippers weirdly. Uh, I think, uh, I think uh, yeah, I, I, I like that. I think Rondo's a gamer and playoff Rondo is a, a very good player. It's no, just like, no, no, it's, no, 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 no. I, I'm not looking forward to this because if you played bubble DFS, you know how tilting it was to have Rajon Rondo on a contender. Like him with the Lakers was one of the most impossible things to figure out what to do with Rondo in the bubble because there were games where you faded him, you'd go for 50. Then you'd roster him the next game at crazy ownership. He'd put up 10. It was, it was bipolar him, you'd basketball. Him in the, you'd have to play him in the playoffs. I know, but it's... Playoff Rondo, national TV Rondo. That's the only times when Rondo's uh, yeah. available hey, it's, to play. It's better than Lou Williams, who's just complete dust as well. It so. would have been nice if they could have still kept him. I still think Lou Will can get you a bucket. Uh 
in the closing situation. Yeah, but he's, he's going back to Atlanta, a mile away from the fine gentleman's club. Magic City. City. Magic City. Oh, man. Uh, anywho, back to basketball on uh, Friday. We're definitely going to be looking at a, a situation with Miami where Victor Oladipo isn't probably going to be playing. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to take longer for them to get inserted into these lineups because of COVID, because of protocols. I'm curious when Oladipo and Gordon and those guys are going to be inserted. So you're looking at Miami being shorthanded again. We'll see if Jimmy Butler ends up giving it a go tomorrow. Uh, that's obviously going to be an important piece of news because you saw what Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero were able to do in his absence today, uh, along with Bam Adebayo, obviously, but just talking guards specifically. Uh, Karis LeVert, 7,800 now over on FanDuel, put a 46.2 in 33 minutes uh, against Dallas on a on an 11-game slate. It's going to be harder for me to get up to that price tag, but there's really no denying that there's a ceiling there, correct? I agree with you, and like he has 50 points uh, ceiling in his bag. He's getting comfortable with this team, and he's got there in quite a hurry in just about two weeks or so. Uh, good for him. I know uh, it's going to be a contrarian pay-up option just because there are a lot of guys around and people would feel a lot more comfortable to going to at that price range, but he's a fine option to consider. That's about all we got here. I mean, you're looking at this bottom end, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, we'll see if uh, Lonzo Ball, who ended up staying as well. Lonzo Ball ended up staying. Kyle Lowry ended up staying. No point guards for the Lakers, for Philly, for all these guys who said that they were going to go. Oh, Philly got George Hill. whoop de doo Congratulations. But catch myself there. The game changer that is George Hill. It's not a uh, going down here to Devonte Graham, who's now 5,100. No, thank you. Uh, just don't really like clicking that name in general. Uh, not really the same dude. What are you doing? You are, you're looking at your lineups while we're doing a podcast here. No, no, no. I, I, I got a Woj notification. Just what now. happened? Okay. Uh, going down here, Pat Connaughton. No, Duncan Robinson. No, why don't we just go over to small forward? Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, LeBron out. Jimmy Butler out, Kevin Durant out. 8400 is your most expensive small forward to pay up for on on, on DraftKings. Uh, you got Jalen Brown, 8400 up against Milwaukee. Uh, we just got done seeing this matchup. Uh, Jalen Brown was awesome. Again, he just continues to be awesome. Uh, basically, 42, 49.75, 50.5, 45.75. He's been consistent, too. Uh, these last six have just been phenomenal. Uh, not really a guy that I roster that much. I need to change that narrative, uh, especially on FanDuel where you're forced to roster two of them and he continues to be 8K. Uh, I, I'm going to probably have to be clicking on that. Uh, Chris Middleton, 8,300. Probably don't have a ton of interest at that number, even though we just saw 36 minutes in this match of 49.25 and that was alongside Giannis, but also kind of not alongside Giannis because, oh, I'm still mad at him. We'll get to that. Brandon Ingram, 8,200 up against Denver. My goodness. My Pelicans, my adopted team. So you have Denver as your adopted. Pelicans are kind of my adopted. You've got Brandon Ingram and Zion just playing phenomenal basketball all the time out. Uh, you just saw them run the Lakers out of the gym like you would expect without LeBron and without AD. Talk to me about the top end of small forward. Yeah, I mean, there's not a uh, super stud in the line in the small forward position over there on DraftKings. Jerry Butler is fine at 9K. Uh, if the team's going to be shorthanded, he can definitely carry the load for them. Uh, with matchup and salary and all things put together and shot volume, my two favorite small forwards probably are Jeremy Grant and Anthony Edwards. Uh, matchup versus Houston and Brooklyn. Uh, putting those out there, I think uh, I prefer them to Brandon Ingram. Uh, it, it was a chance with Lonzo Ball might play. Sandman Gundy did say Lonzo Ball did pull him at, during practice. So 
Uh, Alonzo Ball is like a true questionable uh, game time decision, probable uh, player tomorrow. So uh, we'll see what ends up with Lonzo tomorrow. But I like Grant and uh, uh, I like Grant and uh, Anthony Edwards over there in DraftKings. On Fanduel, uh, taking a look at things, Gordon Hayward seven K still uh, too cheap, even though with the matchup against Miami, I like Gordon Hayward quite a bit. Uh, with no Oladipo there, maybe Kevin Porter Jr. plays and uh, they give him some run. Uh, he's someone to consider. He's been disappointing after his uh, scorching start the last two games. Porter Jr., I like that price tag quite a bit. Uh, sticks out to me. Joe Harris, even if Harden were to play and not play, I like at 5K. Keep in mind, they just benched him after playing a few minutes the other night. So someone to consider. If you think Bogdanovich can get hot uh, and knock down some threes and match up against Memphis, showed some life the other night. Uh, so I think Bogdanovich is definitely someone to consider. And Kuzma has huge upside as well, even priced up at 7,200. So we have Terrence Ross, who's going to be questionable for this game. Uh, and uh, whether he plays or not, it doesn't matter a ton for me in rostering him. He's 6,900 over on FanDuel, over on DraftKings. What is he? He is 7,500, which is just a, a gigantic number. I, I don't think he's going to play enough minutes to be viable. He's going to be the center of this offense in general. But we are looking at Portland, so it's a it's an up-and-down matchup. And looking at some of these prices, Michael Carter-Williams will be popular, 5,500 on FanDuel. Shooting guard Dwayne Bacon's 4,700. Chess and Randall's 4K over there. But it's small forward. James Ennis, who, again, I, I just don't know who else is going to like play minutes for this team. He's 5K on FanDuel, but his number over on DK is 6K. Like, that's outrageous. Like, some of these guys for the Magic, they're going to play massive minutes. I mean, just looking at this roster on paper, it just makes my head hurt. Good on both sites for inflating them beyond belief because this slate would have been very, very difficult to play if they were all at their regular prices. But I'm just curious, you know, obviously pay attention to projections. Alex Baker does the best job out of anybody in the industry. There's nothing I can really say. I I don't even know how to start projecting some of these guys for their usage because you're going to have to take Vooch off the floor, Amino off the floor, uh, Terrence Ross if he doesn't play off the floor. I mean, it's going to be a magic heavy deal just because they don't have enough bodies out there. I completely agree with you. I think also we got to keep in the front court is where a ton of minutes also open up. Uh, they've been playing shorthanded in the back court for some time, so we've kind of experienced what they're going to do now. Chuma. It's Chuma season. It's Chuma season, right? Yeah, Okiki's there. Mobamba yeah. might get unleashed. Hopefully, uh, Kem Birch, uh, someone who can, I think can get the start. So there's a lot of things to consider, uh, and it's just going to be a wild. Uh, breakdown which i think the strategy show will do tomorrow morning so make sure to check that out and the process uh, josh engelman's definitely going to walk that through in the morning so definitely stay stay tuned to, for a more in-depth breakdown but we're just giving an aerial view on what might happen uh, at their prices and a lot of these guys at those prices one of them is going to be good i can't tell you with confidence who mm-hmm. and, we, and the other part of it is that we just don't know like I'm pretty sure for the most part, like we're not going to know who's going to be active on anything until it happens. So like, it's hard to theoretical say Victor Oladipo is going to be out or like, I, I don't know when these guys are going to possibly be able to get inserted into a lineup. Uh, I I'm assuming it's not within the near future. It's probably going to take two, three, four days for any of these guys to be available. So we've got value galore kind of in some of these spots. So Terry Stotts did say Norman Powell, would join the team tomorrow, but they're not sure if he'd be able to play. So 
Uh, he's going to be already with the team, uh, but they just don't know when everything can clear and uh, have him ready to go. So okay. uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, comes down to the wire. Obviously, beat reporter news will be very key. Yeah, well, news of any kind is going to be super, super key on this slate. Uh, guys, monkey knife fight. Right now, if you go and you use the promo code Osimo, super, super easy. All you have to do is go and use promo code Osimo. You get a $50 match, first, first deposit match bonus. So if you've never gotten the chance to go play NBA, UFC, PGA, all of the good things over on Monkey Knife Fight, go take a look and get $50 for free by using promo code Osimo. They are the sponsor of the Slate Starter Podcast, and we cannot appreciate them any more than we do. Uh, sitting on the top end of power forward, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,100. Just got done burning the universe. I don't really care. I'm going back to him. I'm upset. I'm not happy about it. Uh, but now also Daniel Tice is out of there. Not that that's like a, a huge deal. Um, but who's going to guard Giannis? Nobody's going to guard Giannis on the other side. Like Jason Tatum's not going to guard Giannis. Uh, he's just going to go nuts, I hope. Uh, because honestly, that's like one of the worst games I've ever seen him play in my entire life. I'm just going through his box square. I see one other game uh, in the 30s. February 1st against Portland. He put up 33.8 in 25 minutes when they just shlacked him. But... Yeah, otherwise, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I, I got to go back to the well there. Uh, Jason Tatum, uh, the guy that aforementioned, 8,600, sitting right below him on FanDuel. Bobby Portis, um, sorry, I guess I, I just skipped. I, I clicked on the Boston-Milwaukee game. <laughs> Demonis Sabotis, 8,800 there. Then Jason Tatum, 8,600. And then my dude, Zion Williamson, 8,300. I don't know if you saw this stat or something, but it was like 21 consecutive games of 20 points or more and 50% better shooting in every single one. This guy's outrageous. Talk to me about the top end of power forward. I love going back to Giannis after he burned everyone. So I'm definitely going to have interest there. Uh, Going to your Zion, uh, impressive, impressive uh, run by Zion of late. $8,700 price tag, definitely in play. Uh, Spending down to Porzingis, who popped off last time, to get to see that from Porzingis. Really one of his best, probably his best game of the season so far in terms of how well he was playing out there. So I liked Porzingis. I think we can definitely go to him. Jeremy Grant still has power forward eligibility. Atlanta kept Atlanta kept John Collins. So I think that's a uh, situation to monitor uh, with what Nate McMillan is doing with his minutes. They're winning a ton of games there. So someone we can consider. Over there in FanDuel, uh, power forward up top, we got Giannis, we got Sabonis, Tatum. All those guys have serious upside. And uh, regardless of matchup, uh, love going to Giannis, even at 11-1, just because I think recency bias might uh, put in uh, lower his ownership more times than not, uh, especially on a site like tomorrow. Jeremy Grant, uh, love that price tag, 7,300 against Brooklyn. Uh, Shot attempts are there, matchup is there, definitely has the upside of being the highest scoring power forward. So if you want to spend down uh, on power forward, Tough to on an 11-game slate to like a lot of guys uh, at their respective price tags, but guys who stick out, Isaiah Stewart versus Brooklyn's getting a handful of minutes. I like that. And um, a guy like, uh, as ridiculous as it sounds, I never advocated for Royce O'Neal, but 4,500, if this game were to somehow stay close, 30 minutes of him might get the job done. But outside of that, no, no one really. Uh, Maxi Kleba maybe, but. Nicholas Claxton's priced up at 4900 I think it's time to uh, back away. It was time to back away forever ago. I just, I, 
I just can't with this dude. Not 4,900 now. Yeah, he still only played 23 minutes in, in Utah. Burned everybody who played him. I actually had to play him once once he got ruled out there, but such is life. Uh, yeah, pretty excited. Pretty excited about uh, not having any Nicholas Claxton in my life. But Chuma Akiki, let's go. The Auburn rookie, I am excited to be rostering some Chuma if you can get to 30 minutes because I think this guy's actually, I think this cat's really good. You saw in the NCAA tournament, uh, how good he could be. Oh my God. He was unbelievable. He was the best player until he got hurt in that tournament. Uh, huge, huge bummer. Uh, I believe it was Bruce Pearl, the coach in Auburn, uh, just was talking about how unbelievable he is uh, as a basketball player and does so many of the different things. But he was the best player in the tournament last year, or two years ago it would have been because COVID's a thing. Sorry about that. Anywho, uh, anybody else here at Power Forward, or do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I know. This Magic team, if if everything, you know, their rebuild might not be as long as people think. Uh, they got Fultz coming back. They have Jonathan Isaac, who's a phenomenal player when healthy. Uh, Okiki has shown some upside. Now, if they're going to roll out Wendell Carter at the five or Mo Bamba, uh, definitely this rebuild, if done um, correctly, and a draft pick and a guy, if they were really going to tank and they can score a guy like Evan Mobley um, in the in the draft, or I don't know if Jalen Cunningham. I don't think they can tank hard enough to get Kate Cunningham. Maybe <laughs> okay, can, I didn't but know. <laughs> they got they got to beat the tanking uh, the, Timberwolves. the Detroit tanks and the yeah Minnesota yeah, Timberwolves too. Uh, yeah, if they can out tank those guys, they could get Cunningham. But it'll be tough to out tank those two teams, in my opinion. <laughs> Let's go to the top end of center here over on FanDuel. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 10,500. Carl Anthony Towns, 10,000. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I'm still mad at you. I also played only 33 minutes and uh, put up 35 fantasy points. Why was it every stud went, like, just what's the opposite of nuclear? They went anti-nuclear uh, on the same day. It's I've never seen anything like that. It was like, I just, I thought it was such an easy day. You just scattershot amongst the top dudes, jam in Brooklyn value, and you see whatever. That was not the path to winning. <laughs> oh, man. Rudy Gobert, 8,600, going to get J-Val and Brandon Clark in that front court. Uh, like going to Rudy Gobert. Again, if he can play a starter's allotment of minutes like one time. Uh, he only played 23 against Brooklyn, 29.2. 33 against... Chicago and put up 63 so there's a crazy amount of upside that exists if you can get the run and then Clint Capella 8k you're looking at a situation where Draymond Green didn't play today maybe he plays tomorrow I'm not sure but he's gonna just tool with James Wiseman a little bit Kevon Looney like Clint Capella has been flat out good we know that he's gonna be around John Collins didn't get moved which is kind of a bummer because I was expecting some Clint Capella season here but Still still some upside there. What do you think about the top end of center? And also, Bam Adebayo, now a center, listed on FanDuel at $8,000. Yeah, a uh, ton of those guys are all in play. I love going to guys like Christian Wood and Carl Anthony Towns after being burned by them last time. Jokic is Jokic. Uh, obviously has huge sailing. Obviously the upside of being the highest scoring player. Uh, the opportunity cost at center, it seems the paying up is the way to go. But if you think Bamba's going to play a ton of minutes, Wiseman's going to play a ton of minutes, I, I like taking my chances with those guys. I really hope Bamba gets an opportunity to show out and uh, play, but he's been hurt of late, so I don't know what the situation will be like. He's been dealing with a uh, toe injury, I believe. So if he were to play, I'll have interest in him. Nurkic is back. Uh, we'll be on a minute's limit. He was out with a broken wrist, but I believe... Uh, he also hurt. He had like it was dealing with a calf injury in practice, I believe. So, Mo Bamba? 
Yeah, he no, sorry, no Nurkic. He missed Nurkic, extra okay. time. Yeah. Because he, he strained his cap. Yeah. Yeah, he's fifty one hundred. It's gonna be hard to get there on this slate. It's mm-hmm. an eleven gamer. So you know, if you were free, if you were three K, yeah, I could see taking some shots on it and, and partying that direction. Fifty two hundred on FanDuel. Just not hard. It, I can't imagine him being playable on this slate. It's it's just too big of a slate for there to be upside there. And Canner has played very, very well. Played well again tonight. So I think it's probably looking at a pretty clean split once they're both healthy anyway. Yeah, and I think uh, we need to talk about the Robert Williams experience is uh, the rocket has launched and he's... Uh, Time awesome. Lord! And it is uh, his position to run with. Uh, I believe Tristan Thompson will still out with COVID issues. So Robert Williams uh, could uh, start playing 30 minutes plus and pay off that salary in a massive, massive fashion. This guy uh, is slowly coming around. It's been impressive how he's developed this season. And uh, clearly uh, Boston believes in him. Danny Ainge wants wants him to run the keys in the front court rotation as Daniel Tice uh, has been moved on to Chicago, I believe. Yep. I don't understand anything Boston did. Uh, Evan Fournier is a great pickup. You got an Evan Fournier basically for free. Giving up two seconds doesn't matter anymore. Like, I I would give up a lot of seconds to get anything uh, that I possibly could in the NBA. So, Evan Fournier is fine. But, yeah, Tristan Thompson out. No Daniel Tice. It is absolutely Robert Williams season it might be Taco Fall playing some minutes tomorrow which might be just fun to watch from a basketball perspective but I don't think that's DFS viable whatsoever I don't know what else they could possibly be doing there James Wiseman's still 4200 down there at the bottom end Taco Fall is priced up to 3800 I just want to point that out I think Taco Fall is going to play some actual minutes in this in this ball game what do you think I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter for our purposes whatsoever. Me and I, my baggy black t-shirt. I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing things out there. I've got to disagree with those second round picks. There have been some really good second round picks in recent memory. Guys like Draymond Green, Malcolm Brogdon, Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic, Marcus Not Salt. enough of them. Because you know what you can do is you can use your first round pick and be better. Like, be better with your first-round pick, and then you don't have those problems. And, yeah, they – okay, for everyone you just said, how many how many guys drafted in the second round? You could get Duncan Robinson for free. You got somebody like that who's a, a piece who didn't even get drafted. Uh, there's, there's pieces you can get that are average there. All the elite guys that you want to be reaching up for, you're going to kind of know who they are, and they're going to be top 20 picks uh, from here on out. It's it's hard to be really that inept. Maybe maybe that's just my take, but Evan Fournier, if you're trying to make any kind of a run, he's a guy who can at least score the ball. I feel like he'll fit in all right uh, at shooting guard next to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Like I, I don't completely hate that pickup, but like why do you get rid of Daniel Tice? Oh, I think... Uh... I that was a that was a that. question. Yeah. Uh, why why get just, rid of him? I think they needed to get under the uh some salary uh cap issue oh, okay. or tax issue, luxury yeah, tax issue. They were above the luxury, so ship out ship out Tice <laughs> to Chicago to go waste away. That's that poor, poor guy. Uh anything else you want to touch base on at the center position or anything you want to touch base on as we get out of here? Yeah, uh, well let's talk about the Chicago team, what they did at the trade deadline. Uh, obviously, they got the all-star um, in the trade deadline in Nikola Vucevic. I think they gave up a ton to get him. Uh, 
two firsts and Wendell Carter, I believe. Now, they're going to be like, what, a mediocre team at best on average? Like, they're going to be, what, a sixth seed for years to come? I mean, I don't see them, like, being any good. Uh, I mean, they'll be better offensively, but, like, I just don't I, – I didn't understand the rush to do make that happen or anything. It was really uh, – seemed rushed uh, in their situation. I'm going to pull up my Slate Starter article. I'm going to try to stall for time here for one second because I, I made five predictions at the bottom of the Slate Starter article, which pairs nicely with uh, with the podcast if you guys check out Osmo.com for it. But I had five predictions. I said Kyle Lowry would end up on the 76ers and Norman Powell ends up somewhere random. I got part of that correct uh, the second half. I thought Norman Powell was just going somewhere random. Portland qualifies. Victor Oladipo gets scooped by the Lakers. That didn't happen. I thought he was going to get exchanged for Taylor Horton Tucker. I thought Houston would pull the trigger on that. Maybe LA wasn't willing to give him up. Aaron Gordon goes nowhere. That didn't happen. Fournier goes somewhere else. Uh, he went to Boston, correct. And then the Bulls, my my main thing that I was saying, the Bulls overhaul their roster and somehow make things worse than they were before. That was a direct quote from yesterday. And I think they did that. I don't know how this this improves their basketball team or their future or their outlook. Like, we know the defensive inefficiencies that Nikola Vucevic has. We know the ability that uh, that Zach Levine has and, and is blossoming into it. I feel like this caps his upside. This also, you know, you're going to be having Thomas Sadoransky starting out there. Wendell Carter, you gave up on completely. Just said, we can't deal with you anymore. Um, you know, even though he had injuries. I don't understand what the Bulls are doing whatsoever, especially in the East where you know kind of who you got to beat. You got to beat Brooklyn, and you're probably not doing that this season. So set yourself up for the future, right? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, like, uh, Zach Levine is, like, a a good enough player where he's not going to let you tank well enough. So puts you in a weird, weird island situation. It just is like the Kings. They're like the Kings of the East where they're not – so bad where they're going to get the elite draft pick where, but they're like, uh, they're just going to be like a lottery team. I feel like a a lot of years. Um, I I mean, Levine and Vooch will put them into the playoffs, but they need like to be really good in the NBA. You need that generational type of talent. As we see with guys like teams that are good, have Kawhi, LeBron, KD, Curry. Like those are like, has been what it is. Giannis, there's not an MVP esque player. It's like, it's a star star driven league. It's star driven success. It's there's no more balanced teams anymore that really carried you to the top. It's the stars who are carrying Larry OB at the end of the day. And maybe they think that now with Levine and Vooch, maybe you're one piece away. You're like a you're like a small forward or a power forward away from having like a contender. Is that kind of the thinking? Um, I think uh Arturos Casanovas said they want Chicago to be like a destination city. Don't get me wrong. I, uh, Chicago is a great city to live in, uh, but I don't know if uh, stars are going out of their way to ball out with Levine and Vucevic. Like uh, that just doesn't seem very enticing. Oh, in my two opinion. ball dominant guys who don't play much defense. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm I I'm I'm confused, but. For the most part, I think the trade deadline in general was confusing. Uh, I think there were a lot of teams trying to figure out what to do, but not willing to give up young assets. And I get—I think that makes sense. I mean, Tyler Hero showed what he was capable of tonight. Now that the pressure of 
possibly not getting traded is gone. And, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker wasn't going to get given up by the Lakers, it sounds like. But, you know, that is just another trade deadline come and gone that was a little bit underwhelming compared to what I was expecting. But uh, such is life. Uh, Rinpak, any final words for the people? I know we went a little long today, but 11 game slate plus the trade deadline, that'll do it for you. No, uh, it was a it was a uh, crazy week uh, in terms of DFS. A lot of uh, abominations of performances across the board, and now we're getting an eleven game slate with the trade deadline news. So, pay attention to the news. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in yet again this week. We will catch you next week. Catch you guys later. Have a great weekend. Good luck. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.